Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I hope all is well this holiday season. And if not, if your life is just spinning down the toilet, don't worry. I have an episode of the Trial and Error Podcast just ready to brighten your f***ing day, man. On the, today's episode, on tap is a tap tournament. And we are going to decide, and by we, of course I mean me, we're going to decide what the best Christmas movie of all time is. Yes, and uh, I know I usually piss people off when I do these little these little brackets, but I'm not gonna bend over and just take popular opinion because it's so big and veiny. No, I'm gonna stand by my answers and explain why I've made each and every one of my picks. And maybe you guys won't, you know, crucify me. But if you have to, do it in the comments. I love you all, enjoy the episode. I'm not gonna lie you guys I recorded that intro about 15 different goddamn times I was stumbling my words freaking out judging myself but here we are on the other side of the hardest part of the podcast now I can talk I can f up I can just get loose and say silly shit because oh, I know Dylanay Brentley Diggler Bradley Lou Taylor Lou, all you sons of bitches I know be listening on the reg I know there's other people listening on the reg I know uh, one of the Ramos boys told me about uh, a garage full of people that love hearing this shit. Anybody who's listening, I love you. You're making my Christmas so goddamn moist and merry. <laughs> Mary was moist. For the Holy Spirit. She welcomed it into her life. But anyways, Naughty. enough with this, this exhibition. We are going to move into the best movies. And we're going to go start, as always, at the top left. Why would we do anything else? And uh, we have Home Alone 1 versus Home Alone 2. And let me tell you why these both hogged a goddamn spot because there's so much discrepancy that is it, it blows my mind how much discrepancy there is because people be saying home alone one over home alone two all the time they be saying it for years i've been holding this shit in you know i've let it spew uh time here time there but i'm here to say god damn it coming out with it Flopping it out. Home Alone 2 is so much goddamn better than Home Alone 1, it is not even funny. And by not even funny, I mean it is hilarious. Home Alone 1, yes, it is an absolute classic. I'm not going to say that it's not. He's home alone. The scenes are great. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, adorable lad. The dude with the shovel, freaking me out. Great movie. However, the second one is funnier. The booby tra traps are deadlier. The hijinks are funnier. It is like, oh, you're cooking. Get out of here, you nosy little pervert. I'm gonna slap you silly. Uncle Frank acting a fool. The family lives. He gets stuck in New York. And I mean, I'm sure you know the movie. I'm gonna get into it a little bit more later, but it is just an overall better copy of the first. Copy and paste, but the paste was done in such a better job. It is funnier. It's still a John Hughes movie. There's an epic zoom out that kind of rips your heart out where with Kevin McAllister on top of the Twin Towers. The, the score of it is just phenomenal, and I like the Pigeon Lady a little bit more, and Kevin is off his f***ing rocker. Everything, you know, I'm just talking about f uh, Stepping on the nail in the first movie. Doesn't kill you. Might get infected, uh, but, you know, you, you guys are going to prison. You're going to get excellent medical care. You're going to be fine. Dear God. I won't get, go down that rabbit hole of all that prison talk and medical care. We're talking about 
this, the wet bandits at this point. Wet bandits. Uh, so you live. You burn your hand on a super hot doorknob. You live through that one. God, what else happened? You slip on some cars. You slip on some little Hot Wheels cars. You fall on your back. You live. You get a paint can to the face. You live. You're clapping on a wire going towards a f***ing treehouse. You fall down. You live. You live every time. I don't... Was there something lethal? Maybe uh, Kevin shoots Marv in the face with a BB gun. Ow! No harm, no foul. It happens. Merry Christmas, you filthy Oh my god. Nothing deadly there. Let me tell you something. Out the gate of the second movie. Kevin throwing bricks. Throwing bricks. Hits Marv in the face. That's a... Like, at the very least, a concussion. That is a, a, a high probability of death. Not once. Thrice! Thrice! Bricks to the dome. And Marv gets up like a champ. These are inhuman, possibly immortal beings chasing after Kevin McAllister. This is insane. Uh, what happens to Harry? Like, he goes, he, he, he slips on the f***ing ladder, falls on his back, no big deal. All right, I'm, I know I'm going way too far deep into this. I'm just saying, falling two stories off a building when Kevin lights the rope on fire, the metal beam going into both of their faces, sending them backwards, uh, Marv getting electrocuted, the shit absolutely electrocuted out of him. He dies there. Uh, Harry gets his head torched. That would have torched his entire skull. Maybe not die, but you have third degree burns. You are done. There's so much mayhem that Home Alone 2 brings. You get the kid, the Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. That just a more epic telling angels with even filthier souls, that movie. I'm just saying, Home Alone 2, overall better. Overall better. They down on your knees and tell me you love me. <gasps> That's all I got to say. I'll just keep quoting that goddamn movie. Anybody starts chirping, let me tell you, Home Alone 2. That's where it's at. And that's why it moves on. I'm writing it down. Merry Christmas, you Home filthy animal. Home Alone And a Happy two. New Year. We'll be facing, who do we got? It's a Wonderful Life versus A Christmas Story. Both classics. I don't know them as in-depth, but I do know A Wonderful Life. When you really think about it, how many cartoons or how many adaptations off that storyline where characters see the world uh, as it would be without them and how many times that like brilliance of a, of a story arc or story model plays out through society. I enjoy it. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings, an adorable black and white Christmas story, though, you'll shoot your eye out. The epic narration, the time period in which it happens, snowball. I just, it's a wonderful life is good, but hey, life ain't black and white, son. A Christmas story gets the dub. Again, I don't know as much about these movies or can't go as in depth. I can respect them. Christmas story, I've seen it enough to like, it's good. But it, you know, we'll see. Good enough to make it to the second round. Perhaps the seating was a little off. Christmas story. Next, Nightmare Before Christmas versus the Santa Claus. Let me tell you something. I poo-pooed Nightmare Before Christmas for so long because Tim Burton oh, just insists upon himself. Oh, God, this Tim Burton and his Johnny Depp and his, uh, God, his now ex-wife, Marla from uh, Fight Club. Find her name for me. Comment. Help, help, help your boy out. Um... Goodness gracious. But anyways, uh, Jack Skellington. Uh, I need to rewatch it because 
I mean, I've seen it, but I remember enough. The Boogeyman, This Is Halloween, like some great music. I'm a sucker for claymation because that very indicative of some of my favorite Christmas movies. Hint, hint. Ominous foreshadowing for anybody going against claymations. Eh? Uh, goodness gracious. Derail myself, why don't I? Hey, freak show! <laughs> Jack Skellington. It's... You're mixing church and state. You're mixing pizza and, and ice cream by Halloween and Christmas. Yes, it's it's good, but at the same time, I want it separate. It, I, it's a novel idea. It's very creative, kind of joining the two, but it's also uh, joining the two holidays, but it's also a spit in the face of Thanksgiving. Where is that at? Uh, I know I'm, I'm just a sucker because people just go from Halloween, they skip over Thanksgiving, going straight to Christmas. And then they celebrate Thanksgiving like it's no big deal. Like it just, it's not worth celebrating or like worrying about leading up. I'm not going to do anything to acknowledge it except for day of when I love it. But I'm not going to, I'm just going to look forward straight to Christmas. Who the f*** are you people? I'm going to say it. Acknowledge Thanksgiving before Christmas. Just do it. Just do it. It's a good, it's a good thing. Acknowledge the goddamn presence of Thanksgiving. I don't know why I feel so strongly about it, but I do. Moving on, Jesus. All right, we, so that's exactly what that movie has done. Yes, that's the point. That's exactly what Nightmare Before Christmas has done. It's overlooked Thanksgiving. However, the Santa Claus, which is such a funny play on words that I didn't get until later on in life, the clause as in, you know, the law, rule, what have you. Look up the, the proper meaning of it. But it is Tim Allen's, a.k.a. Scott Calvin, just being some guy... <laughs> I rewatched this again recently as well. He's just kind of a scum who's like an hour plus late to see his boy in the very opening of the, the movie. He'd, he'd rather work and he's just so late to spend Christmas with his son. And then he starts making this lavish, elaborate dinner that would take hours more when I assume it's already late at night and he just burns it all and they end up going to Denny's. Anyways, again, he gets all, all fat and he starts... It's kind of crazy because the kid is saying he's Santa, he's Santa, which is true, but it's all some ploy because they're going through a divorce, and it would be kind of disturbing to see a, a dad start looking like Santa because it will get him more play with his son. And these, like everybody else looking at this story objectively, when I was little, I was like, oh, it's Santa. Like, why is everybody, why is everybody being so mean towards Santa? It's it's Santa. Why don't they believe him? And as uh, from an adult's perspective, I'm like, dude, this guy would be crazy. There's no such thing as Santa. Look at this guy. Look at this guy pretending to be Santa, manipulating his son in a sick and twisted way. This guy's putting on the pounds, going hard, and then finally, like, Santa does exist. He, he really does ex Exclaimer, Santa does exist. Don't get it twisted, you naughty listers. That's right, I said it. Naughty listers. Finish this episode, maybe you'll be on the nice list. Like me. Uh, Santa Claus wins. It's a better over. It's a Christmas movie. Don't muddy it with Halloween. Get your candy corn out of my fucking face. Santa Claus all day. Respect for the Santa Claus. Respect the Santa Claus. Notice I don't say Santa Claus two or three. I will not acknowledge. Oh, oh, ah, you motherfucker. The next one Santa will kill you. Oh, the right to. Non acknowledge. All right, we have. Santa Claus coming to town versus the Grinch. That is a claymation. That is an absolutely stellar claymation with, oh, the Burger Meister Meister Burger and Kris Kringle 
like finding the little elves and then the frosty god of the mountain the warlock and it's just so goddamn classic santa claus is coming to town when i was little i'd be watching christmas episodes of like rugrats doug rocket power hey arnold and then the claymations would be on later on jesus christ it was just it was time for christmas christmas was so much more in depth and just merry when you're younger maybe i'm just a scrooge these days but the claymations were always um the signal of the time it's time to be happy School's gonna be out for two whole weeks, dude. That's crazy, and it's just oh, it's just such a a swell time. And these claymations are just very nostalgic. However, it's going against the Grinch. Two thousand Grinch came out, but I'm also going to imbue the power of the original Grinch. I dare not, I dare not, not mention it in this because that's where this movie essence comes from it's where it's copied off of a very great job and so i'm going to put the og grinch in this category like they are one i haven't seen the one with benedict cumberbatch yet i'll believe that till next year perhaps there'll be the power of three but for now jim carrey is carrying the grinch torch and might i add hot take that that performance does not get enough recognition what an absolute stellar job yes he overacts the out of everything but you gotta acknowledge how into it and just how zany and iconic that role was with jim carrey's grinch just going off going hard pucker up and kiss it who will he's just all about it cindy lou who cute as a button look her up now pretty reckless smoking hot wendy lou who i see you but we're not talking about that we're talking back 2000 uh narrated by anthony hopkins might i add and directed by obi ron howard and you know what there's not a ton of graphics all the i watched a mini documentary on all the work that went into putting up that set all the who buildings and just how whimsical and ridiculous this new genre of kind of dr seuss type movies uh are like coming out like it, it was kind of the pioneer of these types of movies they're all kind of ridiculous and zany but this was the first and got love for santa claus is coming to town but there's no way i can put it past the grinch there's no way i could possibly put it past the grinch the grinch who stole christmas good lord plus i'm just a huge jim carrey guy as we already know i hope all right and with that the left bracket is totally done for round one all right, we have Gremlins versus Die Hard. Gremlins, I remember being so goofy and just ridiculous. I love a Baby Yoda-looking character, the big eyes, the flurry, the furriness of them, and then they just start going crazy. It's something of a joke horror movie that is set in Christmas time, which uh, a Christmas horror movie, I guess, that's not... It's not the same as like mixing it with Halloween. Horror, I guess, is associated with Halloween, in my opinion. And a Christmas horror movie, yeah, so-so. And but even like this is more of a comedy. It's so ridiculous, and these little little critters and just them watching movies, singing. It's just so silly. And but Die Hard, people, oh, it's just an action movie. No, it's a Christmas movie. And there's even jingle and jangling of the ball, the bells and the balls in the the soundtrack. God. 
<laughs> no bullets. It's just Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman's in it. Bruce fucking Willie. A limo driver named Argyle. And Dimension Alan Rickman. Die Hard gets the dub over Gremlins. Read it and weep. Put some water on them already. You can stick a fork in them while you're at it. Gremlins, you're done. You shall not pass! How long will that last? I don't know. It's going up against Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. I don't know the rest of the song, so I'm not going to sing it. But Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, another claymation. You watch one right after the other, going hand in hand. I believe in a DVD pack with Santa Claus is Coming to Town. But talking Rudolph, you got Yukon Nick with his with his gun. He's up the abominable snowman. You got the Island of Misfit Toys. You have the parents. You got Santa Claus being an absolute dick to Rudolph. Let me tell you, in this movie, Santa Claus is an absolute douche. Just kind of telling Rudolph to conform, or is oh you're not good enough. He, uh, can't say verbatim. Can't for verbatim. Santa Claus is an absolute douchebag to to Rudolph. Everybody's judging the kid for his red nose. What's so bad about that? Why are you making fun of this? And who did Rudolph's mom bang to make that happen? Let me ask you. Let me ask you that, Santa Claus with your red nose. Took a little pit stop in the South Pole, did ya? You f***. Made them all watch, did ya? You? You're a sick man, Santa Claus. Maybe that's why you're shunning your son. Rudolph, you're sick. Anyways, moving on. Claymation, delightful. Frosty the Snowman, what? pretty good. Uh, bummer it wasn't a claymation, but I guess it's its own own deal. Not much to say. Nice little tune. He melts. Oh dear God, teaches us a lesson in non permanence in life, change, and then rebirth, perhaps. Eh, whatever. Still solid, but more about Frosty, not so much about Christmas. We're gonna give this one to Rudolph, the red-nosed motherfucking reindeer. Shout out to DMX's rendition he sings on the radio. Rudolph. Is that with the PH? Hmm, I might have spelled that wrong. Or is it with an F? Hopefully nobody calls me out. Fuck! I might have done a, a typo. Might have had a boo-boo, but it's all good. We're moving on to Elf versus Polar Express. Let me tell you something. I didn't think Elf was super, like, uh, I didn't think it was all that in a bag of chips when it first came out, but just slowly but surely uh, became a cult classic. It, it's so whimsy. It's so goddamn funny. John Favreau, is, can, he can do no wrong. I'm a big John Favreau guy, uh, great imagination, just the whimsy of it. He spun his own yarn, Zoe Deschanel's in it. So, I don't hate Zoe Deschanel, but I mean, I like New Girl, even though that show is all about Schmidt, obviously. Um, I, don't, I don't dislike her in this, I'm a little I'm indifferent one might say. And the Santa Claus part is great. Uh, Scott Kahn, no, James Kahn is in it. He's solid dad, it's just, it's funny, just him tossing all the snowballs. There's so many great things to love about it. Will Ferrell is absolutely amazing as Buddy the Elf. But let me tell you something. This sleeper, this Polar Express, starring Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, and introducing Tom Hanks. 
Every goddamn character is Tom Hanks, except for the kids, like the conductor. What? It's such a wild, bizarre movie, all taking place on Christmas night, and I don't know how they do it, but they... It's just the way that it's filmed, like the nighttime, it's the, it's the dark of night with the snow and the train and like they're serving hot chocolate and it, it, it's such an intensely bizarre movie. You have all these gymnastics and bizarrely bendable little men jumping around these kidnapped children, serving them hot chocolate and Tom Hanks dancing around, wanting to keep time like his life depends on it. Letting these kids get into all sorts of dangerous, wacky adventures, including the main kid who somehow winds up on the roof of the train in this blistering cold, finds some hobo up there, also Tom Hanks, and like just, what is going on? I don't know, he loses his ticket, gets it, I, I just, I need to rewatch it, but it is so bizarre, but there's some wacky ass charm to it. They finally get to like the North Pole. It's this epic, massive Disneyland type place. And it's everything you'd expect. It's It captures what your dream-like imagination of the North Pole would be. That's exactly what it is. And at least that's for me. And it, they do a great job at capturing some Christmas magic a little bit. It's just so weird. They're drifting over the ice. Just such a bizarre movie, but I got love for it. But does it beat Elf? No, it does not. It does not beat Elf. Yes, there's a lot of memes attached to it. I love Tom Hanks, but it's just, it's not Elf. It's not Elf. That's why it loses. And it's unfortunate, but oh, Polar Express. I'll put you amongst the honorable mentions. There will be an honorable mention list after this. Despoes for anybody who's salty that their movie didn't quite make it to... The big 16. Throw this tournament a uh, quinceanera. 16. Quince. Anyways, moving on. We have Rise of the Guardians. Oh my god. Could this be the underdog to upset Christmas Vacation starring Chevy Chase? Let me tell you something. Chris. Oh man, there's so many Chris's. Not Pratt. Captain Kirk of the Enterprise, the new one. And he's in, um, he is in, uh, Wonder Woman. Hold on. Now I gotta look it up. Um, hey, Freak Joe, you're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of heat time. Uh, J.J. Abrams. Chris Pine. It's Chris Pine, damn it. Chris Pine is in it. Uh, he's the, he's the voice of Jack Frost. He's a voice of Jack Frost, and Santa is this dual-wielding sword. I believe, I think Gerard Butler is the voice actor, and then Jude Law is the bad guy. He's nice, he's nightmare. There's a Sandman. There's the Easter Bunny. You got Hugh Jackman is in it as uh, the he's the Easter Bunny, but this badass Australian bunny. And these forces of good are just above and beyond. The story's great. They have to help people re-believe in the magic that is Christmas because all of the holidays and spirit of these holidays are incumbent upon one another, but mainly Christmas. It's that's the, the heavy hitter. And I think they have cuter, like the little elves in this movie, I think are funnier than the minions. I think they're funnier than the minions. Amanda, if you're listening to this, I think the little elves 
from Rise of the Guardians are a little funnier than the Minions. The Minions just happen to have all the big movie deals and shit. These little guys from Rise of the Guardians are hilarious. So give them a whirl, give it a watch, for sure a watch. Christmas Vacation. Oh, Christmas Vacation. What can I say about you? Could it be the perfect Christmas movie? I don't know. They go through the advent calendar. You go through Clark Griswold's wacky hijinks. You see Cousin Eddie's shit full. You see Frank Shirley, his boss, with a big ribbon on his head. Let's see. Finger right here with a big ribbon on his, big ribbon on his head. When I look him straight in the eye and tell him what a cheap, rotten... God damn it. A cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing... Oh, I'm even trying. No. Now, I, I will memorize this and I'm going to make a video. I'll make a video that blows your mind because I know I can do it. I know I can do it. Clark's rant. Might be the greatest rant in cinema, movie cinema history. It's tremendous. Um, what else? God, the grandparents, the epic lighting scene. Um, goodness gracious. What can I say other than it wins? It beats Rise of the Guardians because it's Christmas vacation. It is Christmas vacation, baby. What say you? What say you? All right, excellent pod material there. All right, um, we have Home Alone 2 versus A Christmas Story. Home Alone 2 versus A Christmas Story. Christmas Story, got an oldie, classic, classic storyline kid wanting to get what he wants for Christmas and then he's on a big bunny outfit. Hilarious. But I look at it. I look at a Christmas story and I find it wanting. I'm finding myself wanting to close the goddamn book to a Christmas story. Meanwhile, I want Kevin McAllister's goddamn list of booby traps, his blueprints to go on and on and on. He f***s those guys up. And Harry and Marv, the wet bandits now, oh, excuse me, the sticky bandits, the sticky bandits, the golly, there's just so much good shit. He meets Donald Trump in the lobby. He gets room service. He balls out. It's just a kid living lavishly in Herbert Hoover's room. Uh, the president, not the vacuum guy, the president. There's just so much good to two scoops, two scoops, sir. Two, make it three. I'm not driving. So many great parts of Home Alone 2. Epic, iconic, and two overbearing for a Christmas story to handle. That's right. Home Alone 2 is moving on, baby. Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Oh my god. I'm not even mad about it. I'm not even mad about it. I'm not even sad about it. I'm not even sorry in the slightest. It is a better Christmas movie. Uh, That's it. That's it. Christmas story had no chance to tell you the truth. Don't know how to make the cut. In fact, it was brought to my attention that Jingle All The Way is not on this list, and I would have much preferred to put that uh, in part of the Christmas story. Um, It still would have lost, however. Home Alone 2 is better than both both of those movies. Just saying. Hot take? I think not. Keep it cold, just like wintertime. Just like Christmas. Oh, the Santa Claus versus the Grinch. Let me tell you something. Santa Claus puts up a good fight. Puts up a very good fight. The ending is quite magical. Uh, Neil, the stepdad, gets a weenie whistle. Um, the mom gets the present she wanted that she, that she never got when she was she was younger. Um, 
and Tim Allen is he's a, he's a pretty good Santa Claus. The cookie coming out of the CD player, the 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 pimped out sleigh is pretty dope. The hot chocolate dispenser, the cookie coming out, keep dad fat. Just a solid God, solid move. Those elves that go out to go save them. Papa Gicho, they're so <laughs> So many great parts to it, but it's not better than the Grinch. No goddamn way. There's no way Santa Claus is beating the Grinch. Jim Carrey is too hairy. He's too powerful. You're an idiot. You can't beat that. It's hilarious. It is so goddamn good. Jim Carrey is even better. The Grinch moves on. The Grinch moves do on. It. The Just do Grinch. It. All right, we got Die Hard versus Rudolph. This is a Christmas movie. John McClane does plenty to help the help the good guys, help the police, uh, make sure the forces of good get a, get a win. But that is not necessarily what Santa Claus does in a single night. God bless you, John McClane. It's not as much as Santa Claus, and it's not as much as Rudolph does for Santa Claus in this story. This comeback kid, Rudolph, getting in to the semifinals. <laughs> Rudolph! It's great, it's great, Rudolph. You're moving on, buddy. Moving on. Now we have Elf versus Christmas Vacation. Now it's getting f***ing spicy. The people in the Elf story need to believe in Santa Claus. That is what the sleigh runs on. And I love the black and white kind of shout out to the whimsical world of the North Pole. I almost forgot that it's all like animated. It's such a good tip of the cap to all the claymations. I love that. It is very Christmas. Nobody is more of a Christmas fanatic than Buddy the Elf. And it ends uh, in a glorious climax. Absolutely glorious. <laughs> Great button to the movie. There's not a second one. I don't think there ever needs to be a second one. And like I said, Buddy the Elf. Nobody a, a bigger fanatic of Christmas than Buddy the Elf. Save for one man. Save for one man. And he goes by the name of Clark W. Griswold Jr. That's right. That is right, baby. I'm cursing up a storm. I apologize. There'll be a lot of bleeps in this episode. But Christmas Vacation has everything. The build-up, the saucer sleds going by and by. That rant I talked about earlier. The dried-ass turkey. Cousin Eddie, there's... There's so much that there's the build-up to Christmas Eve. That big dinner just reminds me of being with my family at that time. Think they don't get to Christmas morning per se, but they... God, that is indeed Christmas vacation. Elf is so good. Elf is so good, but you can't beat Chevy Chase's rant. You can't beat the... You can't, just can't beat Christmas vacation. It's too f***ing good. Again, dare I say, the shitter was full. The shitter was full. It's so good this christmas movie ah oh, christmas vacation people are gonna be salty at that i care not christmas vacation take the win all right now it's getting now it's getting spicy we have home alone 2 versus the grinch this one's tough because i was like okay home alone 2 is just gonna take this cake gonna take it all like the fat gluttonous glorious slob that it is home alone 2 so good they wake up on christmas morning that room filled with gifts could you imagine a better christmas morning you're just chilling there in the plaza hotel the world-renowned plaza hotel you go in there all the gifts all the presents buzz and kevin finally make peace uh he throws him the gift merry christmas kev it's duncan's toy chest oh my god forgot about duncan's toy chest 
There's some really tremendous Christmas moments. Turtle doves. You share this with somebody, you'll be friends forever. A lot of great Christmas stuff in Home Alone 2. Hmm. Damn. Was I about to Shanghai? Oh my god. Oh my god, am I about to do this? The Gr I was about to give this to the Grinch. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna f lie. I was like, oh, Jim Carrey gets it. Christmas isn't doesn't come from the store. It's oh my god Personal bias. Oh my god become me. Oh, I'm unbuttoned. I'm getting loose. I'm calling it out Home Alone 2 is the winner. Let's go Home Alone 2 going to the finals people didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. I thought the Grinch was gonna win it But I thought better of it once I started thinking of turtle doves Duncan's toy chest the cheese pizza opening and he's watching the Grinch in the goddamn limo I almost forgot Kevin Miscallister with his coca-cola is in the back of a limo eating a extra-large cheese pizza watching the Grinch you know what I am happy with this decision the forces <coughs> the holiday spirit I'd rather say have guided me to this decision because not only is Home Alone to encompass the entire entirety of the Christmas spirit, but it also captures the Grinch. It took the Grinch soul in this one. What a move. Almost forgot about that. Home Alone 2, you are going to the shit, baby. Home Alone 2 for the win. I'm getting a little excited now. I'm getting a little scared because Christmas Vacation is going up against um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, sorry, last last round was took took a lot out of me, but the the finals are gonna be even harder because it's gonna be Christmas Vacation versus Home Alone 2. Holy sh! All right, let's break it down. Like I just said, I was just sucking off Christmas Vacation, uh, Home Alone 2, something fierce. Kevin McAllister, uh, all the hijinks. He takes out Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry. <laughs> oh my god, he's such a great part. Rob Schneider's in it, that that whole crew. The uh, man, you see a connection with Kevin and his mom because it's raining. He says, Good night, mom. She goes, Good night, Kevin. They have they have a good connection. That kind of love and how she's just talking to the police officer. If you if your son was out, what would you be doing? And he's like, Well, I'd be doing what you'd be doing, ma'am. And it's a person helping another person and he's like where, where would you be if you were your son oh the the christmas look i'd be by the biggest christmas tree and he's like well we'll let you in like the cop gave her the cops gave her a drive to the um, god the big giant ass tree in new york and that just epic hug and the mom finding him is just i don't know i don't really adhere how much like how amazing that is but the music and just what Kevin wants, he's like, I just want my family. That's all I want for Christmas. And then mom shows up and she kind of embodies all the family, all the love. And she's just, oh, it goes and gives him a hug and kiss. And she does, she's on Shit's Creek now, that actress. Like, Come on! She just falls back. Oh my God. Classic all around. Great music, little montage in New York. Whew, Christmas vacation art. Let's see what we can get. The intro is great. Chevy Chase, you're amazing. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> this is really happening. Oh my god. Oh my god, Christmas vacation, come out now. Don't let this be an upset. What's, what you got going for you? I've already said the ramp plenty of times. The cops breaking in, just causing a ruckus. 
there's no more Jelly of the Month Club. The boss reinstates his bonus and adds 15%. 10%. God, I hope it's 10. I'm going with 10. Check. Fact check. That's such a great movie, but god damn, Christmas Vacation, you're so good, but... <laughs> There are so much more vivid memories coming back for Home Alone 2. Oh my god, I'm going to get crucified for this. Oh my god, I'm going to get crucified for this. <laughs> this is really happening. Oh my god. Uh, I mean... Christmas Vacation does have that sexy scene, the girl, Melikaliki Naka, is a wise way to Merry Christmas. say Merry Christmas to you. Share this with Kevin. Oh, Cousin Eddie. And You're not enough. New Year. It's not enough. Home Alone 2 has too much goddamn heat, and it's going to take this victory. Home Alone 2 is the best Christmas movie. I say these words. People are going to hate it, but guess what? I don't give a f This is my opinion. And I believe it to be the best movie because I'm reminiscing. There's so much amazing Christmas spirit of togetherness and love. The music of the movie. Listen to it. And there's so much outrageous violence and wackiness. It's Kevin Hadouken. taking it to these criminals who are taking money away that was going to be donated to the Christmas uh, to the children's hospital. Kevin is doing an ultimate good. There's high stakes. Whereas the first one, he's just fighting for his life. And this one, he's fighting for the kids to the kids' hospital. There's so much goddamn to like about this movie, and that's why it is the winner. It is my favorite, I'll say. Is it the best of all time? That is for each and every individual person to, the, to decide for themselves. And that's why I love making this, getting these, these tap tournaments, putting out what my favorite is, and then hopefully in the comments, People are blowing up and can have a discussion and be passionate about something and just be about it. I think everybody has their own best Christmas movie. Perhaps there's a gang of you that feel the same way. I am just a sucker for Home Alone 2. Oh my god, I love it. I love every aspect of it. I'm probably going to watch it tonight as I go to bed. Um, just go ahead and comment what you think the best should be. Give me details. Maybe next time I'll have more people on the podcast. This is just a, a cheap out. It's a solo. Could have gotten other people, sure, but I procrastinated on <clears throat> doing this podcast, and now I'm stuck doing it myself. Home Alone 2, Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin, the whole cast, all y'all. That's a great goddamn job. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That is the best movie, uh, best Christmas movie. There it is for you. And I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all the holidays. All the unlisted ones, and a happy new year, you filthy animals. Uh, bye bye. You lose! Good day, sir!